Yo, we got that Friday feeling. Yeah, we do. Yo. GM today is talking on how they're going to save $2,000 a car. Hybrids give EVs a smackdown. And guess what, Kyle? Sorry to tell you, no beer at the World Cup. Everywhere I go, none. The people really want to know who well, I know. I know you don't unless really you like, care. Well, to, uh, if unless we said, you like non-alcoholic beer at a soccer match. A couple of non-alcoholic beers. All right, we'll talk about yeah, that yeah, at the end. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I, le- I read that article. Yo, real like, quick, about just real today. quick. Look, I know Buffalo's going through it and everything. I know they're getting slammed. They got five <laughs> you, feet of snow coming. Do you really know? But it's, 20, it's 27 degrees in Nashville, yo. It's just wrong. That's just. <laughs> Is it? I think it's warmer in Syracuse right now. Ain't even right. I think it's ain't warmer right. in Syracuse, but we do have a little bit of a crusty coating of snow and ice. Not on the roads, though. But yeah, Buffalo, our friends yeah. at Buff- in Buffalo are getting pummeled right now. They say that they have as Just much as three to up. four feet. So uh, our group's there. Uh, our buddy Matt Lasher, um, you know, at West Her, they got a couple tens of you thousands they, of cars to move, take out. Well, you know they moved the game? Yeah. The Bills game that they were like, everyone was like, it's going to be the craziest Bills game ever. They just moved. And they're like, yeah, it's going to be so crazy. It's going to be in Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> so was it was it Cleveland? What is it? The hilarious. Browns? The Browns and the Bills will now be playing in Ford Browns Stadium in Detroit. Yep. How bummed are you if you live close to the stadium and you can't get to Detroit oh. for the game? And that was like your game. Awesome, too. Thanksgiving right. Day weekend. It's going to be awesome. But, you know, uh, best of luck to our friends out in Buffalo. Uh, we have some. Oh, we met some people from the Basil Group, too, when we were at... Uh, MRC. So, um, oh, yeah, listen, right, yeah. I feel you. I've I've dug out feet and feet off cars, shoveled some, and it, shoveled some snow. It's so weird. It's so weird in upstate New York because we didn't really have a fall this year. It was just really nice. It was like Nashville, nice summer, winter, and then <laughs> I go to Palm Beach with you. <laughs> like, come, come back. back and it's winter. What, and happened? what the heck happened? No, you know what's cool? We get fall next week. We went winter this week. We come back to fall next week. Here oh, good. In All right, but okay. enough of that. Speaking of Nashville, <laughs> speaking of Nashville, oh, <laughs> uh, we 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 are going to be having a little bit of a shindig in Nashville on the twentieth of December. Stay tuned. We're going to be releasing website details, information, but on the twentieth, December twentieth, to be exact. It's a Tuesday. Got some folks coming in. We're going to do a little thing. So uh, just keep your eyes out for that. All right, let's talk about some news. Here we go. During GM's Investor Day, that sounds like a lot of fun, President Mark Roos announced that the company is planning on a $2,000 savings per EV unit sold by using their new digital retailing platform developed by Techion and shifting their delivery strategy to a regional fulfillment model, to which a lot of people say, whoa, 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 whoa. What, are we, what are we talking about here? Yeah, right, because exactly. like, what Ford's doing, now GM just says, hey, we're doing this, and everyone's like, skirt. But uh, basically, they opened three new centralized fulfillment centers, two in California, one in the southeast somewhere else, uh, to cut fulfillment time to as little as four days. They think they're going to save a lot of money by reducing incentives. Basically, is where the savings is going to come from. We're not going to stock the dealers with a bunch of inventory that people may not want and then have to incentivize those to move them. We're not going to do that. Dealers are going to get vehicles for test drive, EVs, for test drives only. And then they say they can fulfill an order in as little as four days. I still have questions, but we're going to read this quote first. Um, I love the fact that they, they did say, they said, we are going to leverage our dealer network as a competitive advantage against direct retailers, which yes, you're getting it. Here's a quote. We'll use cloud data and machine learning to continuously scan the order pipeline and available dealer and factory inventory for the best fulfillment options. We know that this works because we know which vehicles move in certain parts of the country and at certain dealerships. There is one scene from a cartoon that popped into my mind. 
The second I read that quote, I'm just giving you a little window into my world. Have you ever seen You're Monsters kidding. versus Aliens? No, I haven't. Okay, there's this general, and Kiefer Sutherland does the voice of the general, and he goes like this. He goes, you know how we're going to beat these aliens? We built a scientific machine. <laughs> I feel so, like this is the equivalent look, of building a scientific is, machine. Look, look. The irony, the That's, irony here is sublime, sublime. So what you're telling me is you can use cloud data and machine learning to continuously scan the order pipeline to get the right cars in the right places at a fulfillment center. But you can't but you do it can't on a dealer lot. A dealer I know. Lot. It'd be one thing. I, I know. Decreasing the time to. It's up, decreasing up, 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 the time. <laughs> but are you really saying that? Do you really know how to do that? Like. I know. We're, we're starting Friday off with a little bit of snark and sarcasm. General Motors, we love you, but we got to call it like we see it. And this got more holes in Swiss cheese because everybody also knows how you're going to fulfill an order in four days if you don't have the right car. And if you can have the right car, why would you not wholesale it? Why wouldn't you to put it dealer? closer to the customer? Put it closer to them, and which so, is at the dealer. I know. I know. Because you still got to wait for as, well, it says as fast as four days. And we all know what that means, right? Everyone's like, well, right. in the ideal perfect situation. Like in the perfect situation. You have the vehicle. Here's the Here's it's the on thing. the truck. We were talking to some people here at MRC and we were just talking through the Tesla model. And there was this really like undergirding conversation. They're like, you know, I don't know if GM and Ford and these other manufacturers recognize that Tesla has dealerships where they keep inventory that can deliver when the times are right. Like, I remember down in Franklin, we got a Tesla dealership here in Nashville. They literally took over half of the parking lot at the Galleria Mall, With which is the mall down in Franklin, with inventory. So, like, and granted, and, and for thing. them, fulfillment centers make more sense. Tesla, if you called it a fulfillment center, because you don't have a dealer on every freaking corner, right? right. You got one in the city. You can move inventory right. I know. Like, look, there, there's, I understand the centralization of it. And if you can pinpoint, if, you can pinpoint the right model that the consumer wants. I can see how you could be a lot more efficient with your inventory, right? The customer does have to wait a little bit, but if the customer can get exactly what they want in four days, right? Meaning they're not compromising on color or trim or the type of wheels that they want on the vehicle. If that is truly the case, I do see some benefit in that. I just think there's a lot of skepticism on whether or not that's really the case. Because if we could figure that out with the machine learning and the algorithms, why wouldn't that be happening already? Like, yeah, and I, I, I also think they're not really recognizing the fact that like over 70% of consumers actually don't walk out with the vehicle that they originally intended purchasing because of some difference in the way that they test drove or interacted with the vehicle or an opportunity to buy a car that was available now as opposed to four days from now. Yeah. It's just a thing that consumer behavior demands. And when and you're so on the ground just, in the store, you understand it. You right? start to you see understand it more. That. Granted, this is a press conference that if you think about it, this is not a press. We talked about this in the truth. It's right. straight up for stockholders. We, we talked it's about not for it consumers or dealers. Right. When you say this is stockholders and shareholders and you don't really understand what goes on the backside of it, it makes complete sense. And nothing makes us feel more comfortable than some machine learning. <laughs> Speaking of machines, Segway. Okay, that was really the best I could do. I tried to get it, but hybrid okay. cars topped the 2022 Consumer Reports Auto Brand Reliability Report as EVs rank second to last. So we got hybrids at the tippy top, EVs at the bottom. This is the ranking of the types of vehicles 
that are the most reliability. The categories, Jake Fisher, uh, Consumer Reports Senior Director of Automotive Testing made comments at a press release or a press conference, which included pointing out EVs are new tech, right? And he's like, hey, new tech always needs to be figured yep. out. And he's like, they're going to substantially improve. They're just new. Um, and reminding people that Toyota first released hybrid technology in 1997, which, by the way, was a good year to year I graduated from high school. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Why, not? Why not? I remember. I was like, I remember 1997 very vividly. Um, That's great. He cites even like the Tesla's Model Three ranks better than the Tesla Model Y because of the new technology pickups. Around. Yep. We're at the bottom of the list with only seven of 17 models rating average or above average. That surprised me. He was like, Hey, just because it's tough doesn't mean it's reliable. Five most sure. reliable brands. Be prepared to be surprised, Kyle. I don't know. Toyota with 72 no. points. Tied for that is Lexus, which is no. Toyota. And then followed by uh, BMW and Mazda tied for second place. Naturally. And Honda, a close third. It's like we've been doing this for a couple of years. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. Hybrids, top of the list. Toyota and Lexus, been rolling hybrids, the strongest. Top Their of the plan list. is hybrid primarily. They are not leaning in on electric vehicles. They're researching uh, like hydrogen. I, if if I'm, you know, Consumer Reports top picks, IIH, IHS top safety picks of Mazda, if I'm all these other brands that are trying to make plays based on shareholders, I'm going to look at these brands, Toyota, Lexus, BMW, Mazda, and Honda, and I'm going to go, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Because their liability is highest, their mm-hmm. retention is the highest, their ability to hit Consumer Reports stuff is the highest, their share prices are the most steady and Sounds stable. pretty good. Sounds like a winning business model to me. But do they have fulfillment centers, Kyle? Do they use machine learning? They're called dealerships. (laughs) They're called dealerships, Paul. It's like Uh, a brand new, it's a a whole new thing. It's a whole new world out there. Is it the cold weather? What's got us like this today? I don't know, man. Just get a little sideways. It's got the blood flowing, probably. 27 degrees definitely gets the blood flowing. (laughs) Wake up. Speaking of things that get the blood flowing. flowing. Segway. Time. I'm so excited. World <laughs> Cup is coming. Life's good. We got four weeks of heaven Let's in my start. world. Starts so. on Sunday, right? Monday, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. All right, Kyle, That's you got to talk about this story because, I mean. Okay, here's this the thing. It applies to you and doesn't all at the same time. I don't know if you've ever been to a sporting event, Paul, ever in your life. <laughs> Once or twice. Not a soccer match, but, though. But these sporting event people, you know, let's just say the majority of the world, they enjoy beer. They enjoy a drink with their sports. Or but, two or you know, three or five. The the wonderful people in Qatar and FIFA have decided this year, two days before the festivities begin, that the stadiums will not be serving alcoholic beverages. Now they will have beer. They're going to have uh, Budweiser's Bud Zero. Hold on, um, hold on, hold on. Is that beer? What's that? Is that beer? I mean, it tastes like beer. It's like Heineken Zero Zero, right? Okay. It's like non-alcoholic okay. beer. I don't know. Let me ask you, you this. Know, that, that brown that brown stuff that you get at the gas station, is that coffee? Ah. <laughs> Just kidding. No. If you got decaf coffee from the gas station, is that really <laughs> coffee? Right? Why well, bother? That's no, go ahead. No, I, yeah. go, keep going. Keep going. Well, this is what's interesting. Uh, it, they, they've noted that uh, the decision has been made to focus the sale of alcoholic beverages on the FIFA Fan Festival, other fan destinations, and licensed venues. So they will be outside of the stadium 
uh, bound. So there'll still be places where you can grab a beer, but it won't be at the match. What they're trying to do is basically limit the interaction with alcoholic beverages and the uh, the excitement of soccer fans and the way that they typically start to act with so- other soccer fans. And if you know soccer, you know, it gets a little intense. So. I see the point. There's been some weird things going on in the Qatar region uh, just with like hotels and stays and the fan interaction. So I, you know, I know it's still going to be a crazy event. There's still going to be crazy soccer fans. They'll probably be drunk when they walk into it anyway. So it won't even matter. Well, now they will uh, be. But, I think oh, now well, they will be. <laughs> this is like, it's well, okay. I won't go there. <laughs> we'll just, re- so, just, just remember prohibition. A little, a right? little. <laughs> People drink more or less, right? More or less. I mean, Qatar, for a little cultural context, Qatar, Muslim country, um, not a lot of alcohol going around. And there even definitely is this level of experience and preparation, right? They're just not even used to dealing with, let's call it mass inebriation, right? You're in Philly, Eagles, Dallas game. They know what to do. They got a jail right in the stadium, right? Talk about customer (laughs) service, right? Drop them off. You pick them up on your way out, right? You get your citation. Go see the judge, right? (laughs) They got it down. Qatar, not quite the case. So, um, you know, they this was a reversal. There was going to be there was going to be alcohol in the stadium. I don't know, man. If you're Budweiser, how many like I don't even know how they measure that. How many gallons and gallons? Or I don't know. They're over in Qatar. They're measuring in liters, pints. How many? How much alcohol was ready to go? Because it's just like two days from now. That oh, is now shipped, ready to go sitting, lined up sitting somewhere. In, in, yeah, this is the there. this is my favorite part of this whole story. Best. Budweiser, um, you know, uh, An- Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser's parent company, didn't immediately respond for a request to comment to, to this Wall Street Journal article. Um, but they did tweet this. Well, this is awkward. Dot, dot, That's dot. beautiful. I think Vayner, they I got think, all they got all the yardage out of that right there. Yes, all they the did. Yardage. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, hey, yes. there you go. You can always get your last word on on Twitter. Uh, Hassan Athwadi. Um, the senior Qatari organized official told the Wall Street Journal in an interview, he said, this drives me crazy. Anyone who wants to come have a drink will be able to, you know, have a drink. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> it's still going to be there. It's a, you know, it's a thing. It's not the end of the world. Soccer will happen and yeah, it'll it be a crazy few weeks. Uh, you're going to want to pay attention because, uh, hey, look. If if I'm if I'm you and I'm creating content, I'm probably creating content around the World Cup over the next few weeks because you're going to stream in the stream of the river and people are going to be paying attention. Oh, that's a great word on Friday. So whether it's cold or whether it's warm, wherever you're at, you have an opportunity to go out there, have some fun, and serve some people because all this other stuff will figure itself out if you just serve people.